Chapter 16 Kitchen Mio, Ritsu and Azusa are in the kitchen helping Muji prepare the food for dinner. It was a bit quiet in the room since Mio and Muji aren't on good terms at the moment and Mio can't seem to find the right time to talk to her girlfriend about the problem. Just apologize to her Mio, Ritsu whispered to her best friend. But I wasn't really doing anything. Do you think that matters now? Ritsu-senpai is right for once I think you should just apologize, Mio-senpai, Azusa commented. Hey. What do you mean for once, said Ritsu feeling offended. Azusa ignored her and continued to speak to Mio, even though you weren't really doing anything bad, it's still your fault your fight started. You were being jealous for no reason, senpai, I mean it's not like they had a past or anything. I, I guess you're right, I'll apologize. That's great. Ritsu said, now if only Muji would get off the phone. Muji-senpai has been on the phone for quite some time now. I wonder who she's been talking to. Maybe it's Dr. Haruka, Ritsu said teasingly at Mio. What? Mio said in panic. Well you guys are fighting and maybe Muji's just looking for someone to talk to, specifically someone mature. And no way. Yes, that's right. Thank you so much Haruka-san, Muji suddenly said on the phone which they all heard. See? What I tell you Mio, she's. And Mio-senpai, that's dangerous. Azusa said while holding Mio's shaking arm, which coincidentally held a knife at the moment, from nervousness. Please calm down senpai. Maybe they just talked about Yui-senpai and Nodoka-senpai's condition or something. Are are right. I am calm, I'm calm, Mio said while still shaking. No you're not. Dining area. Later that night, after they finished cooking with no casualties, everyone else was called to the table for dinner. And as everyone arrived in the dining area, the fathers were able to see their daughters for the first time since they woke up. Yui. Kiyoshi ran to Yui and hugged her tight, very relieved to see her okay, while Satoru hesitated to do the same to Nodoka after seeing her with Ryoko. Satoru came up to her instead and said, I, I am glad you're okay. Why yeah. I'm sore all over though, Nodoka responded feeling a little awkward and forcing a smile. Well don't push yourself too hard. Yeah. And the father and daughter conversation ended. It was short, but that gave the rest of them a sense of relief, after expecting some kind of drama between them. As they take a seat, Yui and Nodoka don't realize that they're taking a chair beside each other, making them hesitate knowing that Satoru is there. Just sit wherever you want. You're just going to eat with friends anyway, I won't let your dad complain and overreact like last time, Ryoko suddenly said. What do you mean like last time? Satoru responded, sounding a little irritated. At that moment, everyone started to feel that a fight was about to happen and began to brace themselves for one. I guess you're really the type that won't recognize his own faults and blame everything on someone else. What did you say? Satoru suddenly stood up from his seat. Well if you must know, the last time I was talking about was the time when they had pancakes with their friends and you caused a scene afterwards that dragged her out the cafe humiliating her and her friends including yourself in front of so many people. I didn't mean to cause a scene, she refused to come with me. She disobeyed me. They were just eating pancakes with their friends. Ryoko stood up from her seat and faced Satoru as well. There is nothing wrong with that. Yes there is. I clearly said she can't be Yui. And that's exactly it. They have the same friends you idiot. What did you? Because of your stupid rule, they probably aren't spending time with their friends anymore, and that's what lead them to have that time together. Mom, please that's enough, Nodoka begged her mom to sit back down and calm herself, but Ryoko kept going. 
You clearly don't understand the possible consequences of your refusal to accept who Nodoka really is. And that's the reason why I want to have this divorce, I don't want to be with someone who rejects his own child. I do not reject her. I don't want her doing stupid things. Mom-Dad just stopped already. Stu? You really are an idiot. Why do you keep? Crash Sawako got so irritated with the fight that she stood up and threw a glass between Ryoko and Satoru and hit a wall near them. Shut up already. How can I enjoy this wonderful turkey in front of me if you two keep yapping at each other? I want to cherish this feast that only comes once in a lifetime do you hear me? So, if you're going to fight do it somewhere else. Silence instantly filled the room after Sawako stopped the fight between them. I agree, Muji said as she slowly stood up from her seat and walked over to the husband and wife. Fighting at the table is bad manners, you know? Eh sorry, Satoru said. Unfortunately, thanks to a certain someone I've been in a bad mood all day, so I won't accept your apology. The friends immediately had their eyes on Mio, who already looked guilty and just remained quiet. This issue, Muji continued, has got to stop. I know this is not my business, but currently you are all in my family's villa, so I have the right to deal with whatever problems that occur within my territory, however I want, right? Alright. She's talking like a Yakuza, her friends thought as they listened. Now, I understand where you both are coming from and I can say that both of you have some faults here. First, she then turned her full attention to Satoru, Satoru-san, why is it so hard for you to apologize? I never heard you say sorry to your wife and daughter, do you really believe that you have no fault in this? I did apologize, she didn't accept it. Satoru said, pointing at Ryoko. True but how sincere were you when you said it? I... No matter how much you look at it from a different angle, the chain of events that happened, which lead us all here, started with you and your mismanagement of your emotions towards the situation. But I was just... Satoru-san, you are going to lose your family, and yet you still refuse to let go of your pride. Is that really more important? Muji's statement hit Satoru and finally began to think. I was just trying to do what's best for my daughter, I never intended for any of this to happen. It's not like I stopped caring I just, I just. After seeing Satoru understand what she said and think about it, Muji now turned to Ryoko. Next, Ryoko-san. I completely understand your anger towards your husband, but getting a divorce will put Nodoka-chan in a bad situation, even though I know you're just thinking about her and her happiness. Divorce is never really a good solution unless, of course, your husband is really an abusive one. I'm not changing my mind about it, Ryoko said firmly. I know, so with regards to that matter, may I suggest something? I was going to wait till after dinner to talk to you guys about it, but since things have come to this I might as well. What is it? I'm still not changing my mind though, Ryoko reminded me. Don't worry, I will not stop you from getting a divorce. I'm just going to ask you to hold it off for one year. Upon hearing what Muji said Ryoko raised an eyebrow and looked at her confusingly, just like everybody else in the room. Why would I want to do that? How about because Nodoka-chan seems to be really against it? Muji answered and after seeing that Ryoko seemed to accept it as a valid answer and will listen to her suggestion, she continued. You see, I think the reason why Satoru-san is like that is probably because he's confused on what to do as a parent. That's actually not rare. So for my suggestion, I'm going to send Satoru-san to New York and help out in an organization where Haruka-san's brother is working. If you can remember she's the doctor you guys saw earlier. Wait. New York? For one year? Satoru said. Yes. I can't do that, I still have a job to go to. The company you're working at is owned by our family, and I have already informed them of your possible one-year absence. 
You still have your job when you get back and you will get paid for your work in New York, so you have nothing to worry about. W. What organization is that? Satoru asked, feeling more confused than ever. Basically, it's an organization established to support the LGBT community and their friends and families, Muji explained. What's LGBT? Yui suddenly whispered to her sister. I'll tell you later, Yui answered. Muji then said, they also educate people regarding the issues and challenges faced by the LGBT community and the people around them, helping people understand better to lessen discrimination and such. While Muji is giving Satoru some time to take in and process the things she said she faced Ryoko again and said, Now, like I said before I think the reason why Satoru-san is behaving the way he is towards Nodoka-chan and Yui-chan is because he has no idea how to approach the issue the right way and just went on with what he thinks is right, Muji stopped and turned her attention back to Satoru, which by the way is the wrong thing to do. That doesn't excuse you for the things you said and done. You shouldn't be reckless in the words you say and things you do, just because you're a parent doesn't mean you already have the privilege to be right all the time. Please keep that in mind. She faced Ryoko once again and continued what she was saying to her, Ryoko-san, I think giving him this chance to understand and be educated is only fair since not all parents are as understanding as you. At least do it for Nodoka-chan, who doesn't deserve to have a broken family. So what do you say? Will you hold off the divorce? All eyes are on Ryoko, waiting for her answer. And as if consulting her daughter, she looked at Nodoka beside her, holding onto her arm like a child who was afraid of getting lost. A 16-year-old with mind like a 23-year-old, but his eyes like an innocent 5-year-old, geez, damn those eyes. I don't even know if she's doing it on purpose or not, then again, she never really did it her whole life. Ryoko then looked away and finally sat back down. Do whatever you want, said Ryoko. Instantly, a big smile ran across Nodoka's face and she gave Ryoko a big hug. Then I'll take that as yes, Muji said with a smile and then faced Satoru again, it seems your wife has decided to give you a chance to redeem yourself Satoru-san. Now, will you take it and go to New York or not? If you choose to go, I will have your plane ticket ready as soon as. Excuse me Ojisama, a guard suddenly entered and interrupted. Yes. What is it? Pardon my intrusion, but I am just going to inform you that we have just finished clearing the road back to the city and you can go back anytime. Good work then we will go back tomorrow morning. I understand. Excuse me, said the guard and then left. As soon as he left Muji went back to talking to Satoru, with that news, let me rephrase my what I said, if you choose to go Satoru-san, I will have a flight scheduled for you by tomorrow afternoon. You don't have to worry about where you will stay since our family friend has offered his place for you. Living expenses shouldn't be a problem because you will get paid there anyway. So what's your answer, Satoru-san? I, I, I'll go, I want to go, Satoru answered. Again, another big smile from Nodoka, it was the best day of her life. Then I'll have everything Ara. You um, excuse me, Kiyoshi suddenly said, is it okay for me to go too? Dad, said Yui as she looked at him together with everyone else. I, I want to understand as well, for my daughters. I'll talk to my boss about it, he's a nice guy I'm sure it'll be fine and I'll be the one too. Kiyoshi-san, Muji stopped him and smiled at him, it's okay, you can go. They have two open positions anyway, so I'll just let them know. I'll help you with your boss as well. Really? Thank you. It's no problem, I like people who take initiative, Muji said then made eye contact with Mio. Say, can we eat now? Yui said while holding her tummy and feeling indifferent about the situation. Of course Yui-chan will go ahead. Now that everything's settled, everyone, let's eat, said Muji and sat down with her friends. Ritsu-senpai, what are you doing? Azusa asked upon seeing her senpai, trying to put together the shattered pieces of the glass that Sawako threw. 
Sawachan, you idiot. You broke Muji's glass. Ritsu said to her teacher looking a bit pale. I'll clean that up later, so don't touch it, you could hurt yourself, said Sawako. No, you don't understand Sawachan, you broke a glass owned by Muji's family. Sawako finally realized what Ritsu's been worried about and instantly got nervous before facing Muji and Muji-chan. HH how much is tea that G-glass? Don't worry about it sensei, it's no big deal, Muji answered smiling. No seriously, how much is it? Ritsu asked. 500,000 yen. Sawako froze and was too shocked to react to the large amount of money she now owed the Kotobuki family. 500,000? That's the same amount as Sensei's old guitar, Azusa commented. I, I'll quit being a teacher and be your servant till I can pay my debt, Sawako said to Muji. I told you, it's fine Sensei we have 15 more of those left, so don't worry about it. No, whether or not you have spare glasses is not the issue here Senpai, Azusa said. Come on, let's just eat, the food's getting cold, Muji invited and started digging in herself. Everyone else hesitated at first after knowing how expensive the plates are, afraid that they could damage them. But eventually they started eating as well and they ate peacefully after the drama between the man-apes. Nodoka enjoyed the meal, despite her parents not talking to each other, she figured that that's better than having them divorced. Chapter 17 After everything that has happened, everyone finally had a peaceful meal with Nodoka and Yui. The usual chit-chats and laughter among the friends went on until dessert. And when they were done eating, the adults let the kids have their time together while they volunteered to, carefully, wash the expensive dishes as thanks for Muji's help, despite being scared at first. Don't break it, don't break it, was the only thing that ran through their minds as they slowly washed and dried each glassware. Two hours later, they were done, they finally got to breathe normally. Beach the Hirasawa sisters went for a walk at the beach and just enjoyed the cold breeze with their girlfriends. What a long day, Azusa said as stretched her arms. You said it, a lot happened and remembering them makes me feel exhausted. But at least now we can finally say that everything's going to be back to normal when we go home tomorrow, said Yui. The sea looks so different compared to last night. It's so calm, you'd never think that there's a storm last night, Nodoka commented as she looked to the sea. By the way, where are Rikchan, Mio-chan and Muji-chan? Yui asked. Ritsu-senpai is on the phone, probably talking to Mika-senpai again. While Mio-senpai and Muji-senpai are, I don't know. I haven't seen them since we said we're going for a walk, Azusa answered. Hmm, I wonder what they're doing. Mio senpais, probably trying to make up to Muji senpai. Was Dr. Haruka really that pretty? Yui asked, feeling curious. I think so, I only had a glance. I see. Oh yeah. Yui senpai Nodoka senpai, did you know that your moms are childhood friends and went to Sakura High together? Oh no. I forgot to tell Azusa-chan to keep that a secret. Yui suddenly panicked after hearing what her girlfriend said to them. Really? I didn't know that, said Nodoka. Amazing they're like us Nodoka-chan. Yui happily expressed. Yeah. That's really surprising. I wonder why they didn't tell us. I don't know, Yui said then faced Yui, Yui do you know? Eh? Uh, no, I don't, she answered looking away. Didn't you ask your mom earlier when you followed her to the kitchen, asked Azusa. And no. You seem flustered Yui, you really don't know anything? Nodoka asked after noticing her strange behavior. Why does Nodoka-san have to be so sharp? Yui never had a problem keeping a secret before, but somehow this one's different, she found it difficult to hide such a heavy secret that she only heard about hours before. I'm not even over that yet. 
I'm still shocked about it and it's hard to keep it to myself. UI I, I really don't know anything, honest. Ah, good timing. Look there's mom and auntie, I'll go ask them, Yui said while pointing at the two mothers, who just got to the beach. N-O-O-O. Yui said and suddenly pushed the three of them into the bushes nearby. Huh? What is it Yoko-chan? I thought I heard something. I don't hear anything. Come on, let's have a seat on the sand, Miyuki invited and sat down near the place where Yui and the rest were. Ryoko did the same and stretched after sitting comfortably, I feel exhausted. Man what a day, I know having kids is very tiresome, but this is just crazy. Behind the bush Of all the places you guys could sit down, why here? I put us here out of impulse, what should I do? If mom finds out we're here, she'll definitely think I'm eavesdropping again. UI why did you? SSSHH. Everyone quiet. UI suddenly whispered them. Eh? Why? What's MMMNPH? I said quiet. UI said again as she covered her sister's mouth. Beach. Miyuki giggled at her friend's statement and said, I know what you mean. By the way, what do you have there? asked Ryoko, referring to the plastic bag Miyuki's holding. This? Miyuki took out a can from the bag and handed it to Ryoko. Beer? Yeah. I was thinking maybe we could have a little celebration, Miyuki explained while taking out another can for herself. Also, it's been a while since we had a drink together. Where'd you get these? Don't tell me you. How rude. I asked permission of course. Oh then that's good, said Ryoko and opened her drink together with Miyuki. How many did you get? Six cans so we got four more left. Was it okay to take so many? They have a whole fridge of these so it's fine. I see. Ryoko stared at her cold can of beer and said, Celebration, huh? Yeah, for the safety of our kids and for calling off your plans of divorce. Correction. I'm just postponing it for one year. That bastard better be a new man when he comes back. He will so cheers. Miyuki excitedly raised her can and had a toast with her friend. Cheers, said Ryoko, then they both drank their beer together. This is bad. I think we're going to be here for a while, Yui thought to herself. P-W-A-H. Amazing. This is really delicious. Yoko complimented. You're right. It is, said Miyuki and had another drink. They didn't speak to each other for a while. They took advantage of the fresh air, cold breeze, wonderful sight and the overall serenity of the night at the beach. They didn't have the chance to do it after all, with the storm and all. Well, thanks to those crazy kids, I'm having this very relaxing night of my life, cold beer, great view, Ryoko expressed. I thought things were finally over when Yui and Nodoka were found earlier, said Miyuki before taking a drink. I thought so too. Really, who would have thought telling Yui that story about us would come next, Miyuki chuckled when she remembered. Wait. Are they going to talk about it now? Yui assumed then saw her sister, Nodoka and Azusa looking at her with. All right. I'm sorry I lied. This is bad. Really bad. Please don't listen. What's so funny? That kid really stressed me out. Because, Miyuki laughed it off for a while then said, I can't believe you said we're sisters, half-sisters to be exact. She imitated how Ryoko said it earlier then laughed again. No. It's too late. They found out, they found out, Yui thought as she watched Nodoka and Azusa be in shock. When Ichan seems clueless, she'll definitely ask about it later. 
Don't tell me you're laughing at your child's foolishness to fall for that story. Eh? They lied about being sisters? Ryoko's statement immediately got Yui's attention. No, I'm laughing because that was pure genius. I never would have thought of that excuse. What about you? Looking very stressed as I was telling the story, that was a really good call. Yui Chan got more convinced. I was trying my best not to react to everything you said or else that would have given it away. I know, you were great earlier. What do you mean? You're the one who came up with that story. Yeah, but I needed some time, so I had to stall her for a bit by interrogating her about Azusa-chan. Who knew such an innocent-looking child would already have sexual fantasies about her girlfriend? I should have asked her about it. Stop it, Yoko-chan. Behind the bush. And there was another shocking revelation, this time about UI. Again, the three of them looked at the young Hirasawa, who was already bright red and embarrassed. Yui tried to look at Azusa's reaction beside her, but she averted her eyes. Azusa-chan thinks I'm a freak now. Yui thought and covered her face. Beach. By the way Yoko-chan, while you were asking Yui earlier you somehow reminded me of the play the drama club made. I think it's, The Mysterious Detective or something. Wow you remembered the title, Ryoko teased. I'm not that old yet. Yeah, it just sort of came to me earlier. That moment reminded me of that scene where I interrogated the wife, who was a suspect for the murder of her husband. Miyuki remained quiet and just stared at her friend with a smile. What? Quit staring. I just find you really amazing Yoko-chan, said Miyuki and turned her attention to the calm sea. No I'm not, Ryoko said and drank her beer. Yes you are, captain of the track and field, top of the class, popular and a talented actress that the drama club would always ask to be their main cast. Also, making such a believable story to convince Yui in a short period of time. Mixing truths with lies would make it very believable, so I just mixed in some truths of my own. Yeah I know, your dad. Have you ever found out if you have a half-sister? Nope and I don't really care, Ryoko said and gulped down a mouthful of beer. Anyway, before we ate dinner earlier, I got a little jealous. Why? Of what? Because I wasn't the one who was able to convince you about the divorce. Their friend is really good if she was able to talk you out of it and have you postpone it for a year. What are you talking about Yuki-chan? It was Nadoka who did it, if you only saw how she looked at me earlier anyone would have said yes. Is that so? Miyuki paused and took a sip of her drink before saying, still you're amazing. What the heck does that have to do with our topic? And no I'm not. Nothing I just want to say you are, said Miyuki with a smile. Again, the two friends stopped talking and enjoyed the view once more. A minute later, Ryoko just giggled out of the blue, making Miyuki curious. She didn't ask and just waited for her friend to tell her what's on her mind. After a while, Ryoko still didn't say anything, but Miyuki waited because she knew that Ryoko's going to say something serious. From how she looks at the sea, her expression, she probably remembered something I just know. Then Miyuki's patience was rewarded, Ryoko finally spoke and broke the silence after taking a sip of her beer. Do you want to know who's really amazing? Ryoko asked, those two. Yui and Nodoka? Yup. They really just went for it, you know? They didn't let anyone and anything stop them, not their parents, not the school, not a freaking strom and not even death itself. Maybe those two are some kind of supernatural beings. Stop it Yoko-chan, don't make it look like they're monsters. But I do agree, I guess they're really happy with each other. By the way, you mentioned the school, what did the school do to them? 
Well apparently, according to Nodoka-chan, members of the student council are prohibited to have any romantic relationship with anyone outside or inside the school. The principal found out about them, so Nodoka-chan had to choose between Yui-chan or her position. And being a person who is addicted to work, it's clear what that child chose, but she didn't break up with Yui-chan either. They just hid their relationship. Wait, I didn't know such a rule existed. That wasn't the case with the student council during our time. I can still remember, the school knew about Nagisa's relationship with that second year and I think the vice president had a boyfriend too. Nagisa was caught having sex with that second year in the library by a teacher and it was the same for that vice president, they were caught in an empty classroom during the cultural festival. Really? I have no idea. Behind the bush. Nagisa. I think I've seen her in one of the student council albums, if I'm not mistaken it's Kanuna Nagisa Senpai, Nodoka recalled as she listened. But there wasn't a vice president in that album, Sokib Senpai also didn't know why, was it because of that? They're just gossiping about. SSSHHH. I want to know what happened, Ui intensely hushed Azusa and continued to listen. Beach. And then after that the school found out that Nagisa was abusing her power as president and gave special treatment to that girl like adding more funds to her club, overlooking violated school rules made by her friends in the club and stuff. Upon asking my old friends I learned that after we graduated that old hag made that rule months before she retired. He so what happened to the vice president? I don't know. Rumor has it that she dropped out because she got pregnant or something. You really know a lot about the latest gossip in school, don't you? It's not like I'm looking for one. People would just come to me and tell me about those things. Oh. Miyuki said not to believe her friend. That's true. Anyway, as for me, I don't think the vice president dropped out. I think that old hag probably expelled her. You really still hate our principal, don't you? Well yeah, she's evil. She always scolded me for no reason. What do you mean for no reason? You were such a troublemaker, people would always think you're a delinquent, but good thing you're smart and talented that people found you cool instead and became very popular, despite how scary you looked. Hey, that's very insulting, also, I am not a troublemaker. Oh please, you broke five windows, destroyed the lower half of that statue of Sakura-san, the founder of our school, you always fight with the teachers, you never wore your uniform right and you almost got arrested because of fighting with some guys in Kyoto during our school trip. Oh mom, somehow I'm disturbed that I'm not that surprised about all those things she did, Nodoka thought to herself. Hey. The windows and the statue were an accident. They should be thankful that the statue looked better now that it's turned into a bust. And it was the teacher's fault, they were such a boring class and always taught the lessons in such a complicated way when there's a simple way. That stupid math teacher especially, he thinks that his solutions are always perfect. I mean, so what if I solved the problems differently? I always got the right answer in the end anyway. The uniform was such a drag and lastly those punks were being rude towards someone in class 3, they deserved to get kicked in the butt. Miyuki laughed at how her friend would try so hard to defend herself from her past crimes. Then how about those mothers who would always report to the principal about you scaring their children in the playground? There are usually at least three every month. You kept count? Sigh I wasn't really doing anything. I was just looking, Ryoko said feeling a bit exhausted from remembering all the times she got scolded. Miyuki giggled then said, I know. You just have that naturally scary look on your face when you're bored or thinking about something. But when you glare at someone you don't like you really become scarier. Am I really that bad? Ryoko asked worriedly. Before yes, but now you're calmer. Good thing Nodoka-chan didn't get that trait from me. 
no, she definitely inherited that scary look, all three thought after recalling Nadoka's angry state when Ritsu and Yui fought. So going back, Miyuki said changing the topic, it seems Yui and Nodoka are both having a hard time at school because of that rule. Yeah, but they'll pull through, said Ryoko with a smile, they've been through a lot after all. Yeah. There was a moment of silence once again and Miyuki noticed that Ryoko had a change in expression. It wasn't the same as earlier when she was enjoying the beach and the beer. Come to think of it, she stopped drinking right before we talked about the school. I know Yoko-chan really enjoys drinking, especially if she happens to get her hands on a really good one. That's why I got these so, what's wrong? Miyuki was about to ask her when Ryoko suddenly spoke. Miyuki, Ryoko started. Miyuki? She never calls me by my name unless it's serious. Yes. What is it? There's something I want to tell you, I hope you won't get mad. As Nodoka sat and watched her mom and aunt, she suddenly felt uneasy. Why is my heart beating so fast? Is there something going to happen? Depending on what you'll say I can't really promise that, but I'll try, Miyuki responded with a smile. Well you see talking about our high school days made me remember a lot of stuff during our childhood and seeing both of us now, married and with children. You're not going to say anything related to old age, right? Miyuki asked and got her fist ready while emitting a very menacing aura in case Ryoko said something undesirable. Am mom scary? The Hirasawa sisters said to themselves as they continued to watch, they now knew what would make their mom really mad and took note. Never say anything that will remind her of her age. Relax, Ryoko said unfazed. I'm just going to say that after all these years, nothing's changed. Oh, said Miyuki and instantly calmed down. You mean our personality and friendship? No, I mean my feelings for you. Miyuki and the rest who heard it seemed to have stopped breathing out of shock. The children didn't know how to react to that since it was so unexpected. Mom, she, she, Nodoka had trouble making her brain function normally. And Yui understood what's happening as well and was more lost than anyone else. Why, what are you saying? Miyuki finally got back to her senses after almost a minute of just staring at her friend. W. We re both married. I know. Why you re just saying that because of your fight with Satorakuen? No, what I said was the truth, nothing's changed. Don't get me wrong, I love my family, but I love. Miyuki covered Ryoko's mouth and stopped her from saying any more. Stop, don't say it. But Ryoko then gently held Miyuki's hand and slowly pulled it away from her lips and said, I love you Miyuki. Miyuki just stared into Ryoko's eyes, not knowing what to do or say. She wanted to cry, she wanted to get mad and shout at her, she was overall confused and bothered. With a faint chuckle Ryoko said, knowing you, you'd probably get very bothered about this, but don't worry I'm not hoping for anything I just wanted to let you know. I have no intention of stealing you away from your husband or whatsoever. Yoko-chan I'm really sorry Miyuki. When you broke up with me days before our graduation, I really tried my best to let go and forget, I honestly did. I know it's really stupid of me to keep holding on like this all these years, especially when you told me that you're getting married to Kiyoshi after college, but in the end I just couldn't. Even after knowing that you already have someone else, I just can't do it. Mom and Aunt Miyuki? They had a past? It was hard for Nodoka to take in such information. Why, why are you telling me this now? Miyuki asked frustratingly. Ryoko saw tears falling from her friend's eyes, I told you I just want to let you know, I couldn't help myself because we were reminiscing and stuff, we're still friends. Miyuki didn't say anything and just continued to cry even more. I'm really sorry, does it really bother you that much? Ryoko asked, feeling guilty. Yes. 
I'm sorry. You can just forget about it, okay? Forget? Do you think I can just forget everything? How can you say that so easily when you yourself couldn't even do it? Well, that's true I. That day, when I said we should just stay friends, I thought you wanted it that way too because you simply said okay with no argument whatsoever. When I told you I was marrying someone you didn't even try to stop me, you didn't get mad or anything so I was more convinced that you really did want us to stay friends. And it hurt me so much to see you happy and laughing like nothing happened the next day. Then all of a sudden you tell me you still love me and nothing's changed? All these years, I thought, I thought you easily got over me, you already forgot everything, and all these years I thought, I was the only one who couldn't let go. Emiyuki, you. Ryoko couldn't believe it, she was too dumbfounded to give a proper reaction. Yes. I still love you too. Whoa things are getting really complicated, Azusa said to herself. She turned her attention to the other three to see how they're taking it. They've had that same shocked expression ever since Ryoko-san revealed her feelings. I can't even imagine what's going on in their heads right now or how they feel about this. Wait. Hold up. Ryoko said, trying not to let her happiness take her over just yet without clarifying some things. So what you're saying is, you still had feelings for me when you broke up with me and wanted me to stop you from marrying Kiyoshi? Why yeah, so when I saw you all fine with the marriage my parents arranged for me and stuff, I thought you didn't love me anymore. You even said yes to your own arranged marriage. Wah? That's because you were getting married. I didn't want you to worry about me. That's why I did my best to be happy after that day, to be happy for you because I thought that's what you wanted so I tried to move on and agreed to marry Satoru. You're the one who broke up with me even though you didn't want to, why would you even do that in the first place? Because I love you so much that I have to let you go. You're not making any sense. You won't have a better life if you're with me. What do you mean? I'm just an average person, I'm not good at anything like you are. Universities are trying to recruit you to be part of their track and field team and we're already fighting over you. If you're with me, I'm just going to drag you down. Not many people are fine with the kind of relationship we had, being with me could ruin your reputation and the good opportunity for you to have a better life. Wait. Mom said the same thing to Wanichan the other day, you I remembered. Who told you that? Ryoko suddenly asked with a serious tone. Huh? What do you mean? You are not the type of person to think so negatively about stuff like that, especially when it comes to yourself. Answer me, who put such a ridiculous idea in your head? No one. I just realized that. Who did you talk to before you broke up with me? Your parents? Miyuki's surprised reaction confirmed Ryoko's suspicions. So grandma and grandpa knew about their relationship and said those things. I guess mom thought it was the right thing to do since something like that happened. I should apologize later for thinking badly of her the other day, you I reflected. They were just concerned. And you believe them? Ryoko let out a deep breath and said, well, it's not like I don't have any fault in this either. Mom said it's just a phase for us and I believed her too. Behind the bush. Eh? So mom got that face thing from grandma? So she really didn't think that way about us, Nodoka thought and felt happy. But wait, I shouldn't be happy. Mom and auntie used to be together and they said they still love each other. What will happen to our dads now? Will they cheat on them and have an affair? Should I let dad know about this when that happens? No 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 no, we don't know that yet, so it's too early for me to worry about that, but what if they'd really push this through what should I do? Nodoka internally panicked at the possible worries they will have in the family if ever Miyuki and Ryoko decided to stay together.
but out of nowhere she felt a hand hold hers and saw it was Yui, smiling at her innocently letting Nodoka know that everything's going to alright. And after seeing her girlfriend smile at her so wonderfully, Nodoka calmed down. Yui did the same to her sister, who seemed to have the same worries as Nodoka, reassuring her that there's nothing to worry about. Beach Then is that why you just let everything happen, asked Miyuki. Yeah. I assumed that you were done with your phase and wanted to move on, Ryoko said, finally drinking her beer once again. It wasn't a phase. I never stopped loving you. I never stopped loving you too, you never held me back ever in my whole life. If anything you're the reason I kept pushing forward, you're my inspiration. They both turned quiet for a while after realizing something based on what just happened. Then Miyuki was the one who spoke first, everything that's happened, all these years. Yup, a huge goddamn misunderstanding. Miyuki let out a sigh of frustration and gulped down a mouthful of beer. I know how you feel. I really want to hit my head continuously on a rock right now. We're such idiots. You said it. We just cleared that up after more than two decades, all because we chose to listen to other people and let them do what they want. But you know what? Miyuki smiled once again as she looked at Ryoko, I'm really happy. Me too. Despite us being the world's greatest idiots, I'm still happy to know that you still love me. So, what do you want to do now? Me? Well, honestly, I really want us to start all over again. Eh? Then mom will leave us. Nodoka already assumed the worst. But, Ryoko continued, we both know that's already impossible. There's nothing we can do now, it's too late for both of us. It's sad, but we can't just leave our family. Mom. I agree, I feel the same way, Miyuki said. I'm already content with knowing you still love me. After a faint giggle, Miyuki leaned on Ryoko's shoulder and said, I can finally do this again. Silly, you can do that anytime, Ryoko said after laughing at Miyuki. Say, Yoko-chan. Hmm. I wonder what would have happened if we were able to talk about this before we got married to our husbands. Hmm, then we'll probably be in Tokyo right now, living together happily. No Kiyoshi, no Satoru, no Nadoka-chan, no Yui-chan and Yue-chan, it'll be just you and me. That sounds really nice. You know Yuki-chan, I said to Nodoka the same things my mother said to me when she found out we were dating and guess what happened? She got mad, yelled N.O., and walked out the room? That's right. How did you know? Did you have the same experience? Yup, told Yui the same things my parents told me, and she was like, no. She's the greatest thing that's happened to me mom and I love her. Yes, things are very hard right now, but I will not run away. Nodoka blushed heavily when she learned what Yui said. And Yui got too shy to look at Nodoka. Out. That hurt. Ryoko said. I know, that I will not run away statement really hit me hard too. Well in my case, Nodoka-chan was all Yui is not just a phase. I love Yui, and she will be forever part of my life. Oh that's a good one. Please, this is not a competition so no more, it's really embarrassing, both Yui and Nodoka said to themselves as their faces became nothing but red. Sigh perhaps, Ryoko started, if we were as brave as our kids then maybe. Yeah, but we're not so I'm really proud of them. I told you they're amazing. They'll be the ones to continue the love story we once ran away from. I hope they'll stay together forever. They will, because in the first place we were meant for each other. What's that got to do with the both of us? Don't you see? Since we weren't able to be together the universe made sure that those two will get together. 
I mean, after we got married, we lost contact with each other, then a few years later our paths crossed again when we were picking up our kids from kindergarten. I was surprised when I learned that we lived just a few blocks away from each other and I was even more surprised when I saw our kids already became close friends on their first day in kindergarten. Then they became best of friends, grew up together, went to the same schools, were in the same class all their life and now became lovers, that is no mere coincidence I tell you. It's like the gods redid everything, all that's happened to us also happened to them from kindergarten to high school only this time they chose to fight for each other, something we didn't do. The doctors said they were supposed to be dead, but because of some miracle, they're not so I'm confident that they are really meant for each other. Miyuki just stared at Ryoko, surprised by her explanation, wow, I never saw it that way. Well I'm just theoretically speaking. You really are amazing Yoko-chan, Miyuki said as she inched closer and embraced Ryoko's arm. Are you cold? Do you want to go back? I'm fine. I want to stay like this a little longer since I don't know when we'll get another chance to be like this again. Tomorrow, we'll go home and everything will go back to normal again. You're right. Then let's go back after we finish our beers. Okay. Behind the bush. Come on, let's go back, Ui whispered to them and started to crawl silently to avoid being seen. Now that I know, I understand why they want to hide it. Why didn't we do this earlier? Azusa complained as she crawled behind Ui. Yui and Nodoka followed last after taking one last look at their moms cherishing the moment they have with each other. Chapter 18 Yui and Nodoka's Bedroom Later that night, it was already time for bed and everyone was in their respective rooms getting ready for bed, including Yui and Nodoka, despite not feeling tired at all. As they just lay in bed, they kept remembering everything they heard and witnessed at the beach. It's still a surprise for me, Yui started. Nodoka let out a sigh and said, I know it was really. Our parents both had an arranged marriage. What? That's what surprised you? Nodoka said looking at Yui, confusingly. What about mom and auntie's past relationship? Were you not shocked when you heard it? Eh? Hmm, I was at first but now not so much anymore. Why? I don't know, somehow it just feels natural because they're like us. A simple answer and Nodoka understood what she meant. Hmm, if you look at it that way, I can sort of understand. Yui chuckled then snuggled up to her and Nodoka instinctively held her close. A few minutes have passed and the couple is still awake. It was hard for them to sleep since they had plenty of it for twenty straight hours. Yui slash Nodoka-chan, they both said in unison, breaking the silence between. You first Nodoka-chan. Okay. I just want to tell you I'm not going to Oxford anymore. I told Dad I didn't want to. Really? Yui looked at Nodoka with wide eyes, surprised by the news. Yup, Nodoka happily answered, smiling at her girlfriend, so your turn. I caught Mr. Red Belly last night. Mr. Red Belly? Yeah, the one from the book. You mean the legendary tortoise? Yeah. I caught him last night when I was out in the sea. No way, it's probably something else. Mr. Red Belly is just a legend. But it's true. Yui pouted, it really was him. He was just the size of my palm and there was a red spot on his belly. Are you sure? Yeah. And just before that wave hit me, I made a wish. I wished that we'd stay together forever and that you wouldn't have to go anymore. And it seems my wish came true since you said you're not going to Oxford anymore. The legend is true, Yui said excitedly. Yui, Nodoka gave her a kiss on the forehead and said, I love you Yui. I'm really sorry I didn't fight for you before. 
I promise I won't let anyone and anything stand between us again. Yui didn't answer but embraced Nodoka tighter, she knew that Yui was happy and she was forgiven. Say Nodoka-chan, this is the first time we're going to sleep together since middle school. Oh you're right. And this is the first time we're sharing the same bed. Alright, Nodoka finally realized it and suddenly became nervous. I'm in the same bed as Yui, I'm going to sleep in the same bed as Yui, in the same bed, in, the same, bed. Huh? Your heartbeat gotten faster, are you okay, Nodoka-chan? Why yeah, I'm fine. We're in the same bed. Say Nodoka-chan. W what is it? Why don't we read that white book Aunt Ryoko gave you next when we get back? Eh? W-W-Y-Y-Y-W-W-Y. How could she say that so casually? I'm a bit curious. Huh? We can't? I it's not that, it's just that, I'm not ready. Oh, then let's read it when you're ready, okay? Oh okay. Yui then yawned and started to feel sleepy. Anyway, good night Nodoka-chan. Gee good night. Yui gave her a kiss on the lips and said, I love you, so much, before closing her eyes and quickly drifting to sleep. I can't believe that one kiss already calmed me down, Nodoka thought to herself as she watched her girlfriend sleep in her arms. She gave her another kiss on the forehead and whispered, I love you too, before going to sleep herself. UI and Azusa's Bedroom Meanwhile, in UI and Azusa's room the aura was the complete opposite from the previous couples. Now that they were alone together in the bedroom, Azusa remembered what she heard about UI's fantasies and felt a bit awkward. UI felt uncomfortable as well since she was under the impression that Azusa is already disgusted with her. Why did Sumuji-sand make this kind of room assignment? You um, UI. Yes. UI responded surprised since she was too caught up with her thoughts. About what Ryoko-san said earlier. I'm really sorry. I won't think about those things again ever. And I'll sleep on the floor tonight. Wait, UI, please calm down for a sec. I'm not mad about it or anything like that. Why you re not? No, I'm just a little surprised, that's all. Well, too surprised. I'm really sorry, I don't why I just started thinking about such things. It's fine really, Azusa said and finally smiled at her, as long as me. Huh? Feeling a little shy, Azusa answered, I mean, I'm the only one, alright? You're not having fantasies about anyone else, right? No, you're the only one I'm thinking about. Azusa blushed heavily from what UI said before saying, oh, oh, that's good then. Azusa-chan's so cute. After that, they already talked about something else. Yui knew that Azusa's still too shy to openly discuss such a subject with her so she went along with her and let go of the topic for now. Azusa-chan seems to be really fine about it so that's enough for me. They ended up talking for another hour before falling asleep on the same bed. It was 10 a.m. the next morning and everyone just finished eating breakfast. And from the looks of it everyone had a good night's sleep, including Azusa-chan and me. After learning that I have sexual fantasies about her, it became a bit awkward between us last night, though we did have a talk about it to make things clear. And it seems mom slept in Aunt Ryoko's room last night after seeing her and auntie come out together, well, I guess it's no surprise anymore after everything we've heard last night. Mio-san and Sumuji-san seem to have made up, they're smiling and laughing together again. Ritsu-san's on the phone again, I wonder when she and Mika-san will start dating. And Sawako-sensei is still apologizing for the glass she broke last night. Lastly, seeing Wanichan and Nodoka sound okay in all aspects really made me happy for them. Apart from the good things that have been happening since yesterday, 
we got another one right before we ate breakfast. When Sumuji-san called the school again to let them know of our absence she coincidentally was able to talk to the principal and found out that the no relationship for the student council members rule was already lifted, under the condition that they shouldn't display any affection for each other publicly. Turns out that the principal went to Kyoto last Wednesday to talk to the previous principal and was able to get permission to let him revoke such a rule, our morning started really great. The van that we rode to the villa was ready, and so were Tsumuji-san's bodyguards to escort us back to the city, we were all ready to go home. As for Dad and Uncle Satoru, they're going to be taken to the airport, so they'll ride a different car. We said our goodbyes, but Aunt Ryoko didn't say anything to Uncle before he got in the car. I hope things will get better between them when he gets back. It's been one hell of a month for all of us, but we managed to go through all those things especially Wenichan and Nodoka-san. There will probably be some more obstacles that will get in their way in the future, but I'm sure they've become stronger individually and as a couple from what they went through and there's no doubt already that they will be together forever no matter what happens.